because um, this is just a spoiler alert for the episode that Yulia's not here because she has oh, COVID. Shit. Yeah, uh, episode ruined. Sorry, you can turn it off now. Yeah, so yeah, it's a, it's the whole. Well, it's like Chekhov's gun. If you use a host in the beginning of the podcast, they have to also be there at the end <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah, so we're putting a disclaimer of that. Then uh, the um, the ongoing uh, contest of who is the coolest member of of the show mm. has been decided by that it is Yulia. Right. I know we're all disappointed. Like I didn't win. It's okay. Um, the bookie's odds were never in my favor. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I know. Well, it's fine. I would have. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's ultimate wild card. You know. I would have. I would have split the earnings with you, Kieran. Yeah. But it's um, it's fine because by default, Yulia wins because she's the first person in the show to have gotten COVID twice. Oh yeah. Okay. Which is. Fine. Uh, uh, which is the defining factor of being cool or yeah. having having friends, actually. It's so hot because right now. there was that South Korean study that came out of if you didn't get COVID, <laughs> yeah. that you probably don't have friends. I've never had COVID. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. So, uh, um, mm-hmm. This is awkward. Yeah. Uma's in the is in last place. Uh, <laughs> also by default. And uh, yeah, so that's the only bit of information that I wanted to give is that the contest of who is your favorite and coolest uh, member of Cornish Beatty mm. has been decided. Yep. It's Yulia. Uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry. You know, I was I was I was really gunning for this win yeah, as yeah, yeah. obviously being the favorite member of this show of everyone. <laughs> I I I had I I was. I, I totally believe that I had that like original Italian COVID because remember that remember that thing that came out like middle of 2021 where they're like that was that one article circulated and they're like oh we found COVID in people like months before yeah yeah in like late 2019 in Italy and I was just like eating a bat does sound like an Italian thing <laughs> <laughs> like, they just like do something to it and then they yell at you if you cooked the bat wrong yeah exactly yeah and then you're gonna like ha- you're gonna like see like a, a, a TikTok of like an Italian man just like being really upset with his non-Italian wife being like why you prepared the bat wrong I can't eat this you can't eat a bat <laughs> after noon yeah <laughs> bats are a morning Americans <laughs> come to me and say why can't I have bats after 3 p.m.? <laughs> your, your Italian voice sounds very Zizek. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, Zizek low-key probably Italian. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is like the weird kind of irritant. Yeah, I'm sure. Actually, no, fuck it. I'm sure Mussolini claimed that at some point. All Slovenes are actually Italians that have been corrupted by Tito. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, they do share a border with Italy. Exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. exactly. I, here, I am a, I am a, I am a, a, a <laughs> Slovene uh, truther. Is Modern that... Slovenes probably would love this. Yeah, exactly. Anything you know what? for them to disassociate uh, with the Balkans. Here it is. I'm giving this, I'm handing this over to you, the entire nation of Slovenia. You are officially Italian, coming from a card-carrying an Italian. Yes. So you're welcome. Um, I I expect. Um, I don't know. What does Slovenia have to offer me? Um, <laughs> bring me Yancha. <laughs> bring me Yancha. Yeah, actually, bring bring me Yancha. Bring me bring me the guy who started as a stand-up comedian who would do impressions of Yancha that eventually ran against him in that one election. And we'll make him fight in a pit. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's all I asked for. Give me your former prime minister. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to your weekly Cornish Beatty. 
It is myself, Nick, joined with Kieran. Hey! And uh, joining for, uh, you know, her first time as a, a permanent member on the show, we got Uma. Hi. And uh, Rob and Yulia <laughs> are... Uma! Uh, it's so awkward! Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's It's fine. Yeah. I was expecting more like, ah! But, you know, I'll, I'll deal with... I'll do... Like, hi. Yeah, Uma is usually like one of those like old, uh, uh, old timey pianos they would have in cinemas that have like all the horns attached to it, and they go, "Woo!" And it's like, yeah, exactly. Like crash sounds and stuff like that. She usually brings that. She didn't deny it. We're very disappointed. We mostly wanted the sound effects piano. But um, um, yeah, as mentioned before, uh, Yulia's being cool, getting COVID, and uh, Rob is you know doing more important stuff than podcasting rob's out there trying to get third covid yeah <laughs> he's trying to speed run yeah. getting covid multiple times he's trying to do what you do in the u.s where if you get a phd you also do your masters at the same time yeah, yeah, yeah. So i can get like covid twice my second and third time simultaneously yeah. i don't know how yes so um uh europe Yep. What's uh, what's this? What's what's up with it lately? I uh, I have a lot to say about unfortunately G seven and NATO, and I don't want to bore the gang with that quite yet. So I think we can get to that towards the we'll, end. We'll say that towards the end, because uh, um, there was some fun, stupid stuff from that. Uh, we we can we can probably just talk about this German energy stuff though first. Because oh, why you, why do make why are you making it something that then I have to talk about? Because <laughs> you do. You just do. There's some there's some like Spanish stuff. Me and me and Uma could talk about okay, that. Okay, cool. Before. Yeah, I just I want to I want to. It's a back. it's a Nick sandwich. You know how you name the sandwich after the bread and not what's in the middle. It's a Nick. Sandwich. You don't <laughs> do like, that. What? <laughs> what? Well, you know, ever say like people always call those things like, uh, um, oh, you know, like a, a compliment sandwich. You know, compliment criticism. Compliment. I was like, well, you don't name the sandwich after the bread, so it would still be like a roast beef sandwich. Yeah, like you would name. Wait, you oh, you mean you, you don't, don't name yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. whenever anyone uses sandwich as a see, metaphor, I want our podcast to go this direction of talking okay. about the most asinine bullshit stuff for nothing would have changed. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused because I, I'm like, English is not my first language. I don't know what the, so what the hell. Real sandwiches are named after what's in the middle. But whenever yeah. anyone wants to use sandwich as a metaphor for like an ABA structure, they always name it after the A and not the B, which is the content. Wait, no. Wait, wait Like really? a compliment sandwich. I'm so confused. But so if you say... English lessons. No, we're, right we're working here. this out. We're working this out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. If I'm you lost. Say a Nick sandwich isn't. It's. I got two hotties to the left yeah. of me, and I'm in the so middle. It's, no. it's named. Uh, Whenever sandwiches used as a metaphor, it's the reverse of what you do with actual sandwiches. Oh wait, so then Nick sandwich would be a, a would literal be two Nicks with Nicks. like a hottie in the no. middle. No, wait, I've been lying no, to no, my whole No, no, it would be life. one Nick in the middle, and no, that's then, what it yeah. should be, but it's not. No, that's. I'm right. Okay, compliment sandwich. Okay, fine, whatever. Compliment sandwich as compliment, compliment criticism, criticism compliment. compliment. Fine, whatever. You know what? I don't. I don't like this. <laughs> it's not real. I would. I would never order like um, a, a podcast is a Nick sandwich. Oh Talk about energy stuff. Okay, yeah. They didn't teach me this in English class. Yeah, they didn't teach it to me either. <laughs> I think that Kieran's just making something up, which is bullshit. Just to confuse us. Yeah. You yeah. can't claim to be good at English. If you do that, they'll take your Italian passport away. That's fine. So. um... <laughs> No, it's not fine to take my Italian passport. I will, I will be moving back to the United States ASAP because Ooh. I'm pretty sure I couldn't get a visa with my current job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so uh, before the the G7, there was a conference that I believe was called 
the B7, which just to me sounds like that there's like a Crip blood like like rivalry of this of like, oh no, like not the C7, we the B7. <laughs> Um, which had to do with like, which had to do with like other policies around the the G seven, particularly like energy politic and whatnot. And we may have like touched briefly on it last week. I don't remember because I never remember like anything that we record. Yeah, the fugue stage, yeah. <laughs> and um, Germany did this really funny thing where, kind of like in the aftermath of this, they had a discussion about energy policy because it's one of the things that then. Uh, one, you have the Greens in power, who's supposed to be good. Yeah, green politics. Yeah. Two, uh, you know, uh, you just got hit with, with what, a, a thousand euro energy bill? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so. pro-Putin now. Because of <laughs> yeah. God fucking damn it. So Thank God they let me pay in installments, Jesus. Yeah. So there's, there's an energy crisis going on that on top of it, and a political party within the coalition that then supposed to be good at this shit. And the thing that I think is always funny is that then the real... I've been saying this since day one of the coalition, and just like, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, that we are all living in Christian Linda's world. Like, we are but pawns of this, like, beautiful, freakish boy. I still maintain from what I said last week that it's not, like, he's not happy because he's just not getting enough attention. I think he's kind of fine with it, though, because, like, he's doing, like, he's doing his, like, you know fucking big mastermind stuff in the background one of them being that then that germany has um decided that you know what this whole like getting off of coal thing is like kind of shit we should double down and reinvest in it so germany is reinvesting in coal because germany also doesn't want to um you know uh get nuclear energy from france they like have a big like weird thing about that that they're like, well, they're closing all their nuclear plants. They have six left that are still open. Yeah, that are being phased out. It to be very fair, it is incredibly expensive to like re like just to be like, oh no, just kidding. We're gonna like you know go back to using you know reopening our nuclear plants. Like it is kind of unfeasible. It takes like a decade even to like establish those. Yeah, 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 you know. So it's like while I think that then that there probably is, you know some truth in the fact that Germany should not be so afraid of nuclear. There's also like simply just a practicality of that, that it isn't like a, you know, like there's not gonna be a nuclear plant, like reopening like next week. It would be a a long process, not even to mention building one takes like 15 years, you know, if they were to build new ones and it isn't permanent, you know, like I think that then all like the nuclear green people think like that. It's like, Oh, it's, you know, the be all end all of energy, except for like it, isn't it's like it's a it's a bridge but whatever what's this isn't here to talk about germany's weird i mean i think it's still pretty stupid to like not buy the nuclear oh yeah incredibly stupid producing yeah so germany then is deciding that then that they're going to double down in uh the most pollutant and most radioactive form of energy which is coal and not even just coal but we've we've talked about this before with uh uh, a long time ago with like Endegelenda mm. that it is brown lignite coal which is the most polluting uh, uh, variant that Europe produces and uses but also the oddest thing is that uh, Christian Linda has also suggested and I don't know if this, is in, if this has gone through yet but that Germany should remove its ban on fracking 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking take that, Russia. We're gonna you know speed up climate change. So there's a there's a lot going on here. Um, first of all, coal as a commodity reached like record high prices this year. And Hell yeah. there's commodity analysis going on being like, yeah, it's probably going to beat that record before the end of the year mm-hmm. because of Germany's like demand <laughs> for it. I bet all that. Oh, God. The amount of money that like was it AVE, who's is it? Yeah, it's them who own all the plants. They're just like looking at their bank accounts being like, damn, my money look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the reasons Germany is so fucked is because. Most other countries can, uh, um, most other countries can like come back to can supplement their like missing Russian gas with uh, liquid natural gas in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, Germany does not have the ports or like the 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 means necessary to like just plug liquid natural gas into their system, mm-hmm. uh, so they can't buy liquid natural gas in the U.S. Uh, unlike I think Italy can, for example. Yeah. Um, and I still also love that, like, okay, the, there was always like a geopolitical and tactical problem with all of our gas coming from Russia. Uh, like, even if you maintain relations with them, it was still like problematic fave or whatever. Like, but now we're going to be swapping that for um, totally not problematic government of. Poland, probably. Hell yeah, let's go, baby. <laughs> yeah. They're in the EU. They must be fine. Don't look into it. So yeah, that's the that's the fun stuff. Yeah. And that's all that's all that I wanted to cover. That then the the um the gift that keeps on giving, that is the current <laughs> the current coalition just like somehow stumbling continuously but like not losing any support somehow. Yeah. The only party that's doing bad is the SPD. <laughs> Because they're at the helm of it, and the Greens and the FDP are just like cruising. Like, like I think it's just the fact that Baabok and Habeck have been so vocal, and except for Habeck got himself fucked over this week, where he's like, "Oh yeah, like if you're expecting me to like give you money," he's like, "No," like literally just said that on like national TV. But the thing is, is that I, I think a lot of people don't realize too that like this type of scandal just like appears on Twitter for like a day in Germany and then it's like the general public in Germany just like ignores ig- it not even ignores it like it's just the fact that then like I think because there is some truth that while the myth of oh people in Germany don't vote for people they vote for parties in this regard it's like kind of like consistent like people who like voted for the greens are just like kind of gunning for them being like well i know that their leadership's bad but you know what like hmm. i'm like yeah. they have been so stable in their polling it's insane they should be but they are yeah um, oh they should be yeah uh they should be uh uh, uh um i don't know in whatever last place would be but there, there were like there were green voters last election or like on the run-up to the last election who knew who Baerbach was but didn't know who Habeck was yeah um and it's interesting how like he's kind of risen to be the star of this situation rather. no Baerbach is the star of the situation is she still yeah she's killing like, it i feel like i'm hearing more from Habeck, but fair no enough. because uh <laughs> I'll, I'll, i guess i'll get to it when we talk about the nato summit yeah because yeah yeah but, um, she's uh she's been killing it and by so. killing it i mean like maybe like actually killing it <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Yeah. So yeah, the 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 thing. The other. Let's let's go into various energy crisis news, uh, which will be fun as we record this podcast in the dark. Uh, no. So like. Yeah, we have our gas lanterns open. I, <laughs> I'm I'm riding a bike to keep the computer going. <laughs> We got the hook up with just like we got a uh, RuPaul to sponsor our podcast. Yeah, he gave us all his. Friends. See, I was stupid in the beginning and thought that like becoming really pro Russia would have gotten us like you know a sweet our own, gas, like, fix. gas engine. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that we would have gotten like just like a pipeline directly into the studio, Damn. but I guess not. No. I guess when they shut down Nord Stream two, they also shut down our special, you know, corner spatey gas prom pipeline. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Robert Habeck says there uh, uh, gas is a scarce commodity. There's planning to uh, um, ration. Um, oh, they're going to do price caps too, according yeah. to the G7 summit. But that's not fucking important because Schwartz also didn't explain what he meant by a gas by a by a price cap. He just kept saying like, "Oh yeah, uh, it's a policy. We're thinking about it. I don't know." <laughs> I don't understand how, like, Germans don't hate him more. Like, he is wildly unpopular, but, like, for fuck's sake, like, it's, he's, like, he is so shitty at his job. <laughs> at least Merkel could, like, kind of get away with it by being, like, diplomatic. Like, Scholz is just a cunt. Yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah, Merkel would kind of say nothing in a way that seemed sparse. Exactly, um, yeah. Schultz is not good at that. Uh, in, a, in a similar sense, uh, De Crew, the head of Belgium, is like pleading with Germany to like cooperate on a possible like uh, interconnected like energy grid structure that they could both benefit from, and um, he's being kind of ignored. Um, I mean, good. I would ignore him too. Like. French companies are urging homes and businesses to just use less electricity. Um, Italy's telling people not to get their hair washed. Yeah. Oh well, kind of same with Spain, but with the washing machines. They're like, you can only turn them on from this time to this time. And then if you do it like this other time, it's just going to be double the price. That makes so like people have to wake up at like 5 a.m. to like... No. Yeah. Why yeah, would I mean, you do your like wash? Low, you know, low they, money time. You know, like. they've also Wait, so energy in Spain has done like Uber of like, oh, these <laughs> are... <Yeah>, surge <laughs> pricing on my fucking washing machine. Yes. Didn't they? Wait, isn't that illegal in the EU? I think yeah. Everything's <laughs> illegal in the EU. Like everything's legal in the EU unless enforced. Like that's the yeah, but like that was one of the things. That, oh no! I, unless Germany gets mad about it, it won't change. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Nobody yeah. cares about Spain. <laughs> yeah. True. Well, All we're right. We're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff later. That's also oh, probably yeah, illegal in the EU. But um, <laughs> UK uh, energy companies are asking like businesses um, to do calculations on how much energy they could potentially save to avoid blackouts. Um, so that's that's fun. Um, Pedro Sanchez um, <laughs> fucked up an energy supply issue earlier by doing one of his only like foreign policy moves, which was to recognize Western Sahara as oh, yeah. part of Morocco, an autonomous region within Morocco, yeah. which meant Libya just cut off their access to gas because they get a gas pipeline from Nigeria up through uh, via Libya into, to, into Spain. Uh, uh, and Libya were just like, well, you can't have gas for a couple of months. So he exacerbated the crisis in Spain, which is funny. Um, <laughs> hot boy shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, doing, I'm doing hot boy shit. I'm pissing off the Libyans. Uh, it's me and uh, um, one scientist from Back from the Future. Um, 
Oh yeah, um, whatever he, doesn't matter. Yeah, because he he stole the the uranium he needed for the DeLorean. He stole he got from the Libyans and he owed the Libyans money. Um, people forget that like the opening part of Back to the Future. Anyway, where it says this movie was dedicated to the brave fighters of the Mujahideen. <laughs> that part. Yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. So moving on. Speaking of Spain. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Uma. Uh, we have two kind of like broad Spanish things to talk about. So I have to ask you, Uma, do we want to talk about Spain brackets good or we want to talk about Spain brackets bad first? Don't you lead in with yeah. the bad news and go to the good news? Yeah, exactly. It was All right. Um, oh, it's really bad <laughs> it's, news. It's <laughs> like we're laughing. Haha. But like, no. <sighs> so the Malia massacre. Uh, <laughs> open with that, I guess. I shouldn't be laughing, but the transition was like... I There's no other way! I wasn't expecting it to be that bad. I was expecting something like like light and fun bad. Like, like you no, know, like, like bad. price surges of energy or that then like, you no, know... No, it's real bad. Uh, Nick's face was so... <laughs> oh, it's bad. <laughs> I didn't lie. It's bad. Yeah, no, you really like leaned into that. It's bad. <laughs> All right, so uh, Moroccan border guards um, shot uh, uh, shot at a group of uh, uh, refugees and asylum seekers trying to enter into the Spanish exclave of Melilla mm-hmm. uh, in North Africa. Um, uh, the shooting and then subsequent stampeding caused by actually what happens when you shoot into a crowd of people. Uh, mm-hmm. Killed, I believe, thirty-seven people. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's that's a that's a thing that happened. Um, speaking of that, Sanchez foreign policy agreement. Uh, a part of this seems to be uh, um, the Moroccan end of the deal, basically. That, mm-hmm. uh, or rather, the the Spanish end of the deal, like or like what the Moroccans offered the Spaniards to. Uh, uh, um, recognize western sahara which is a security and cooperation agreement which kind of like what the eu broadly did with turkey to an extent which is like we outsourced our um our brutal external borders to be the responsibility of the moroccans rather than spanish Mm -hmm. border guards Mm -hmm. and yeah i i believe an ngo called in english walking borders something from terra can I don't know. Um, I've forgotten. They're the people on the ground who kind of like noticed since that agreement has been made, there's been like a steady rise in uh, uh, in violence. Mm-hmm. Well, there's yeah. all, like before getting to that though, too, there's also the little tidbit that I think that you briefly touched on and then didn't get to the entire beginning part of it is the, yeah. the Morocco Western Sahara thing. Yeah. That then Spain not only is does not recognizing Western Sahara, which is like a big part of this, you know, thing, um, they find the leader of Western Sahara like guilty of crimes against humanity that then they're like trying to bring him on trial for in Spain, which is like pissing off a lot of people like in the region. Yeah. And like the Libyans. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And um there was because this happened. Well. This happened like like last year as well, where there are people crossing the. Um, it is one of the most vile examples of a border because it literally is just like proves how stupid it is that then that this border exists. It's just like a fence that just like jets yeah, out to the yeah. ocean, yeah. and you see people just trying to like get over in whatever way they possibly can, mm-hmm. and just like Spanish. Um, What's your like the the special police called? 
La Guardia Civil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just like just like pop off like uh, tear gas like in every direction oh, yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like in the like little towers and whatnot. Yeah. It's, it's so vile. They were pretty violent as well. Like yeah. obviously not to the extent of like Moroccan police, mm. but like they were pretty bad as well. And there was always complaints about the kind of brutality that they were using there because once they're inside Melilla, that's it. Like yeah. They're in Spain. Right? Yeah, 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 so like they would try to literally throw them like off the fence and, mm-hmm. and obviously they got injured. And I also saw like they did that to kids as well. And it's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, um, the stat, the statistics is most people who died are believed to be, uh, uh South Sudanese. Mm-hmm. And there was a civil war that raged there for, uh, um, 2009 to 2014 i can't know how, how many years that that's five years um and they're still kind of feeling the effects of that now and sudan is also like a military coup which there are protests mm-hmm. against that currently to try and, try and topple the government but we'll see how that goes but yeah we don't i mean like uh uh for a show that then is about europe uh it should be very apparent that oh. one we can't cover the rest of the world and two yeah, there's a lot of active wars uh, yeah, in Africa, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. like Ethiopia is still in like the 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 what is it? Tigray. Uh, yeah, war, exactly. Yeah, yeah. To mm-hmm. the point that then like the the Ethiopian governments that had to like put the entire capital of um, I forget the capital city now. Shit. Uh, uh, Addis Ababa. Addis Ababa. Yeah. Of uh, yeah, like completely under like. Lockdown, military yeah. lockdown and shit like that yeah, because, because uh, the people in the capital were sympathetic to like the Tigray region yeah it's also, like yeah. Yeah, yeah and so we like whenever this shit like boils like spills over into Europe and Europe is like oh like you know well you hear that during the refugee crisis that like mm-hmm. oh uh, um, you know there were people who would make that excuse of like oh I don't mind Syrians there's a civil war there but these Africans are just economic migrants it's like but wait, there were yeah, there's like, like, yeah. wars and wars it was just like not on the news and still isn't till large I, I don't think I've ever seen a lot of I haven't seen maybe apart from Al Jazeera I have not seen like huge coverage. It's incredible. Like, all right, uh, speaking from experience, covering Africa is incredibly difficult. Like yeah. to near impossible sometimes because of the fact of that your access just doesn't exist. All like also Al Jazeera gives journalists in active war zones like the most insane like pay bonuses. Yeah, 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 which I mean that would make sense. But then like, but to put it into context again, like most of these people were South Sudanese and. The South Sudanese who do actually make it to Spain proper, 90% of their asylum claims mm-hmm. are uh, respected and they mm-hmm. get to stay. Like, these are people who would have gotten to stay if they got over. Like, so it is just outsourcing it to Morocco and the border. And yeah, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's fucked up. But this is, this is how Europe deals with this kind of stuff now. Yeah. 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 And then Sanchez, at first, he was like, oh no, yeah, the police like acted. The way that they should, you know. Blah, we blah. compliment them on a great job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He was like, great job, guys. Love it. All the support. And then everyone was like, wait, but, you know, a lot of people <laughs> are dead. Like, what, what are you on about? And then he blamed mafia. He blamed the mafia. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. what? Yeah, no, yeah, what mafia? Like, they're <laughs> literally trying to... To jump a fence, like they're like what? Like, <laughs> no, it's a, it's it's Sanchez's new radical position where he calls the entire guy to Seville mafia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cool, yeah, I'm on board, I'm on board, baby. And that's why we love him in yeah. Catalonia. Yeah, want to kiss his face. Yeah, uh, <laughs> big beautiful face. This is a, this is a problem. This is also an issue too that then bring. I don't know if it is the same time this year, but when this was happening last year, um, 
Vox was having rallies like all over the place, being mm-hmm. like, "We're not going to take migrants and this and that mm-hmm. and that." Mm-hmm. And it is like one of those things that then I always forget this party exists, and then there's just will be like a big Vox protest. I'm like, "Oh, yep, uh, uh, what's his name from?" Uh, uh, um, Huh? No, 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 oh. no. The American guy. Oh. Oh, Ezra Klein. Ezra Klein's yeah. party's back at it again, <laughs> just killing it. Yes, yes, yes. Is the, yeah, Ezra Klein's, uh, um, you know, neo-Frankist priority project. I knew it the whole time. Those explain <laughs> videos were just coded fascism, and I knew it. Here's why we celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, 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 <laughs> Columbus sat down with the pilgrims and talked about how great Francisco Franco was. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. He would have loved that. <laughs> <laughs> the <coughs> anyway yeah so this is this is the Malia massacre it's not fun it needed to be talked about mm-hmm. uh, because it, there's a lot of hate being made about it uh, um, amongst kind of like liberals and a lot of people in the EU but this is par for the course um, for uh, a lot of Europe uh, it used to be that this uh, um Strait of Gibraltar and stuff like that was still like these areas that were very like refugees could actually cross mm-hmm. and would mm-hmm. a lot of those places have been sealed off now um nearly I think something about like three hundred last year people died trying to go from from Morocco to the Canary Islands, which is a really long journey. Yeah, I was going to say that's yeah, yeah, but because all other ports have been like all other like yeah. routes have mm. been closed off, this is the only one they have, and it's it's also Atlantic waters, which are fucking ridiculous, choppy mm-hmm. waters. That yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's terrible. Um, but we can talk about Spain brackets good now <laughs> if we want. <laughs> yeah, I'm bummed out now. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting Spain, like I said, Spain bad to be fun bad. No, Not no, no. This week was bad. Yeah. It was bad, like, bad. bad, yeah, bad yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. We'll find more good. We'll, we'll well, find the, the, the good, the brackets good. Yeah, uh, Spain has also bad Spain because of the. But like not Malia Massacre, bad Spain. No, like oh, okay, fun. Good. Yeah, okay, fun, bad. fun, yeah. bad. All right. Fun, yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> Speaking of fun, bad. Did you fun, see that fun. video that then Ben Miller posted? Of oh my uh, god, yay! <laughs> I just screamed. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, friend of the friend, like actual friend of the pod, not yeah. joking, friend of the pod, Ben Miller. They, uh, 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 he author. and his yeah author Ben Miller uh, um, <laughs> released this uh, his book Bad Gays along with his his co host from the podcast. Yeah, and <laughs> someone brilliantly did not know what the title meant at first and would just like bought the book and it was like yes bad gays like being like you know like serve like this and that slave. yeah <laughs> and then ends up stitching their own video and is like i did not mean it like that the they are they like they, they, they meant fascist. bad like as in fascist like the way she said fascist it was like Fascist. Like, <laughs> she was She's been like word. traumatized by this book. Yeah. I really like that. I really like the idea of just going into. I'm trying to think of another book that could possibly do that to you of just like going into it not knowing what it was and just having a completely different time. 
I, she clearly enjoyed it. Or like, or like, think it, it's it's very reminiscent to people who like rented like the VHS of Animal Farm, thinking it was like a kids' film. Like it's one of those. Oh yeah. Things. <laughs> very reminiscent of that. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Spain brackets good. Uh, yeah. um, I'm gonna let you lead this one because you, you put it in these notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, this week the government approved uh, law, which is commonly being called uh, late trans, like trans law. Okay. So it basically, um, it's about, you know, LGTB plus people, especially mm. trans people. And what it does is that it allows people over 16 to legally change their gender in okay. their ID yep. without having to, you know, ask their parents for permission or, or whatever. What it does, though, it's so you can go... If you're over 16 or 16, you can go change your gender, but you have to wait three months to confirm. As as like you have to wait three months and be like, yeah, I think I'm sure that I want to change like, my gender, you know? <laughs> like on standby, just like. Yeah, yeah, because people were like, no, well, like you know, obviously, um, transpho- transphobes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> English. Um, they were like, no, but like, what if they're confused and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so they yeah. had to be like, okay, I guess we'll give them three months to think about yeah, it. Three months, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they can, um, you know, change it if they want. But then. <laughs> it, it sounds like we're giving trans people a warranty. <laughs> kind of, yeah. 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 It's, just like, <laughs> it's just to shut up the trans folks that be like, look, we, you know, they're not that confused if they waited three months and they still want to well, change. Like, is the implication that you only get one? You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to <laughs> to change guess. your gender. I yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess. Because it was like, if I could just do it again afterwards, then why would there need to be this three months? Uh, yeah, whatever. Wait, Go but on. then like... That's so confusing for transfer. They're like, oh, wait, wait what? Like, well, they'll just change it back. <laughs> yeah, wait, like, I, I first I assume that you could just be like, just change it back. If you could change it, you know, one yeah. way or whatever, like, it, yeah. you know, it shouldn't be well, that difficult. Yeah, but I, I think... Th- we're we're giving we're giving trans uh, transphobic people the like benefit of yeah no no exactly saying. yeah because <laughs> like, it's definitely the thing of like yeah as being something that's done in good faith yeah, yeah they're yeah, not yeah, they're not yeah, asking exactly. these they're not they don't have these concerns in good faith yeah like, of course yeah. I mean like and to be fair it's like I mean not not fair to transphobes just like fair to people <laughs> who are fair to people who have like you know like we gender dis- <laughs> yeah no fair to people fair to people who have like you know gender dysmorphia or yeah. just like in a lot of cases just like you know growing up and unsure of themselves it's like mm-hmm. it's fine if you're if if you're confused about your gender and then come out the other end being like oh maybe like i wasn't like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong about mm-hmm. that you know like they're really like no, that's I- the thing that bugs me so much about that conversation is that mm-hmm. then it's like okay yeah like you know what you tried it out it it you either find out that then that you are that way or you aren't. I don't get what then transphobes make a fucking big deal about it at the end. Yeah, because like, oh, it's yeah. not about that. No, of it's course it is. I know, yeah, like yeah, it is yeah. much about much more. But if they, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. They it's like the abortion people. thing where people are all like, oh, you know, if we do this, then just women have been getting purposely pregnant in order to get abortions. Oh. It's like the same fucking logic. Yeah. 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 No, I suppose. I mean. I suppose you can just change it whenever you want. Like, if you can change it once. I mean, I guess you also have to do the three months. <laughs> three months again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, but I don't know. Like, well, 
Okay, so it basically it's basically like I set off a timer and then in three months legally yeah, my gender yeah. has changed. No, they just gave right. you like uh, another appointment. At no, the no. Registry. So yeah. then you get the three months and then the appointment again and then yeah. that appoint. But it's not like for this three month period I'm a non person. <laughs> it's like, like completely no, outside the system. Obviously, you still have your like, because I have ID. a great solution for how to get away with crimes. <laughs> like, we I all don't explain. Yeah, it just nonstop. We have three months to do crimes. <laughs> We don't exist in the system. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the best part of this law is that it will officially ban conversion conversion therapy. Yeah. Which, oh wow. Yeah, which obviously doesn't only affect tra- transsexual yeah, people. Yeah. And um, turfs turfs is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Turfs. Yeah. What's the word in Spanish for a turf? If you're really pronouncing the E, you're not doing that thing in English where all, all vowels eventually just become like a weird U sound. No, I think we just picked it up from English. Terf. Uh, terf. But in, yeah, exactly. Um, are going mad again as well. Of course. Like, of course, they will never they be They love conversion therapy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just imagining, I don't know why, but he's got, like, a strong English accent, even though he is, like, a Spanish person from, like, Extremadura or something like that. Just been like, yeah, I went through, yeah. I went through conversion therapy. Didn't do me any, bro. Me and all my friends went through conversion therapy. It's like, it's a thing you did at school or something. Huh? Bill's yeah. character. Yeah, you actually, you actually have to take conversion therapy yeah, class you have to in Extremadura, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Um, if you want to get into college, you have to have at least an A or a B in <laughs> therapy. Yeah, what, what were your... Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I failed conversion therapy. You have to pass. Jesus Christ. I still have thoughts. Yep. Um, yeah, so... Actually, sorry, to, to that point, though, actually, oh, yeah. it real was conversion therapy a, like a massive problem in Spain up until this point or at some point? or um, I wouldn't say it was a massive problem but it is a problem i mean it's it exists spain of course spain yeah. is a catholic i mean we're technically not catholic uh you know yeah. i was about no. to say watch your mouth you're in a catholic podcast now <laughs> no i i am culturally catholic like, <laughs> <laughs> what it is. good yeah. right answer yeah. that for, was a for, test for people we... listening at home thinking Ooh, uma's gonna change the podcast no. oh yeah it is we're gonna get more catholic <laughs> Yeah, Yulia's the odd. Yeah, Yulia. Yulia's the odd one out who is baptized. Uh, uh, um, what is it? I guess German evangelical with the English yeah. word is Lutheran. Oh, I wasn't right? baptized. Well, I was baptized illegally. Sorry, don't that's, look at me like hell. Yeah. All right, <laughs> that's sick. All right. What? Illegal oh, baptism what is. What was this? What was this? What was like? We dip our head into this font of monster energy drink. No. Someone's doing kick flips in the back and playing with a butterfly. Knife. That what is sick. it? Illegal baptism. Yeah, a back What's alley, happening? a back alley it baptism. Like, no, no, no. It was. It's actually like, it's a really funny story, and I love telling it. But the way it starts is like yeah. kind of sad. But you know, just the way we built. So the Malia massacre. No, literally, literally. God, fuck off. <laughs> it is literally like that because okay. when my grandma was on her deathbed, she. <laughs> She's not funny. I love this her. Like, I, I want <laughs> you to have a kid. Call her Uma and baptize her illegal as no, fuck. No. <laughs> hey, Uma is not a, a Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hindu. <laughs> so like, Saint Hindu. Saint Uma. Yeah, my parents were just like anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So when my grandma was dying, she she was like, you know, because she's a Catholic, she has to 
to confess how, all her sins. Yeah. And I was there, <laughs> we were all there. And she was just like, Uma, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Like, what, what did you do? What's, what's, what happened? And my dad goes, no, we, like, mom, you shouldn't tell her. I, we agreed that I would tell her about, like, getting all serious. I was like, oh, my God, I'm adopted. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what yeah. the hell? And he was like, Uma, leave the room. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I was, like, in the hallway, like, I'm adopted. And I'm like... No, my brother looks exactly like me. We're both adopted. Spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sister-sister situation. <laughs> yeah. Turns out they like illegally baptized me in their garden with holy water that some friend of theirs got from Jerusalem or Hell something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hell that, yeah. That good black, black market alley. black <laughs> market holy water, yeah. <laughs> so they just like poured it over me and when they were babysitting me and then my parents were so mad. They're like, "Oh no, we didn't want to like yeah, <laughs> I'm imagining. I'm imagining that the the illegal like holy water being sold the same way you get like DVDs in Tashkent of just like they're in the yeah. box and stuff, but it's just like you obviously printed the cover of this yeah. on like your and it, like, shitty <laughs> home computer that's out of like red ink or something. Yeah, and like it's it, like a picture of the Pope, but like miscolored and like stretched because yeah. it wasn't like fitted formatted correctly. It's just like yeah, holy water. I'm like yeah, I'll do. It reminds me of the sense too of like when uh, <laughs> uh, I was putting a white little a friend of mine bought uh, bought a bootleg copy of Avatar, oh, no. like <laughs> like the Blue People movie, oh, yeah. and uh, it was just a guy filming in the theater. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, no, that's okay. I thought it would be like this horrible CGI, like traumatizing. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it was just because remember that movie came out in like what 2010, 2011, something yeah, like that. 2009, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you can imagine what, like, 2009, like, you know, oh, 240p, yeah, yeah. like, you know, yes, filming on yes. a fucking... Filmed through a tin, like, audio yeah. going through a tin can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Amazing. The worst part is that they did the same with my brother, but, oh, yeah. like, a step up. They actually got, like, a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> they got their, like, Hired friend, it. like, <laughs> they were friends with the like, local priest, and they got him to just sign it or something. And Hell they yeah. changed my brother's name. Well, they added names, like, you know, when you're not baptized, you don't get a middle name. They just added some middle name, but... Yep. And we found out when she died. <laughs> Illegal baptism. Is that a Euro vibe? That is. That is that's that's a Euro vibe. I want to go to an illegal baptism. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go like to the. I start I'm, blazing up halfway. There's like, what? What? What are you gonna do? Call the police? Are <laughs> yeah. you baptizing a me? No court would convict me. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna. This is somehow. Uh, there is an underground baptismal ring. In <laughs> a competitive yeah. baptismal underground circuit. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for like the Guy Ritchie film that has this somewhere, yeah. like a scene in it. Yeah. So he could baptize 12 kids in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course Colin Farrell plays the, <laughs> the, 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 the priest. Oh my god. By the way, I did watch the new Guy Ritchie movie that then... <laughs> The guy yeah, the gentleman. No, no, no. The, really fun. Yeah, okay. yeah I, 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 I highly recommend it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that was a great diversion. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's why. That's why the Kate. Like, I'm like, wait, why do I think of Guy Ritchie? I'm like, oh yeah, because one, everything is the most stereotypical gangster movie. Yeah. Two, I watched the movie the other day. So yeah. <laughs> or 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 the plot would be like like Pig with Nicolas Cage, where he okay. ends up in like the underground like uh uh 
whole like thing. I don't know. I can't like that movie. That movie's too hard to describe because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's very weird. Um, all right, all right. So it's baptisms instead of fighting. So <laughs> yeah, twelve to fourteen year olds need their parents' permission yeah. or a judge. Yeah, fourteen to sixteen year olds can just do it by themselves. No, 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 nope. no, no, no. 12 to 14, they need judge and parents. Oh, judge and parents, then okay. 14 to 16, I think only... Only legal, legal guardians, parents. Legal guardians, parents. Nice. And then from 16, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Change your gender. Go join the underground baptismal circus. <laughs> Get a water pistol. <laughs> to I was thinking quicker. too that then, like, yeah, it would have been like one of these like COVID baptisms, yeah, yeah, where just like, like, like they like shot you with a with a water gun. That would have been cool. I don't think I've ever shown you the 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 communion disc gun. Uh, that's like a that's no. like a money gun, but just cooler. yeah, it was the thing that would like shoot communion wafers. Oh no! Do they have like a supreme version of that? Like they had like a supreme <laughs> money gun. Well, okay, that's great because we get to announce our new merch: the supreme, the supreme branded communion wafer shooter. That would be so cool. Uh, um, I know I that you're. I know that you're joking. <laughs> I know that you're no joking, but that'd be so sick. Okay. Whoa, cool. <laughs> All right, I guess my job is I'm hawking these. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's pretty good. And I think with that, we get to talk mm-hmm. about NATO. Oh, God damn it. Or I thought there would be like one more good thing coming up. Well, G7. That's not good either. The only thing that I think no. of with G7 is that uh, that that's that song, which is actually Fly Like a G6. Oh, yeah. But uh, the entire... Well, that's the, that's the problem with the whole like G20, G7 thing. It does, it does sound like turn of the millennium name for a exactly. rap group. Popping like, bottles in the ice or yeah, whatever. It, like remi- a it all reminds me of G12. <laughs> G12? G12, yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is G7 plus like Indonesia. <laughs> well, the next one's in Indonesia. G20, baby. Yeah, G20. Uh, um, all right, talk about G7. I need to I need to prep some stuff. Nothing. Nothing. What, what another like. like <laughs> what do you mean, nothing? Like, Something happens. Why would they do it? Why would they do it if nothing's. <laughs> I don't know, but I really I'm appreciate faith it. in the system. <laughs> oh, damn, you are? Well, then G7 is not the thing to look at. I'm no. sorry. What is there to talk about fucking G7? I want a serious I want a serious answer from you. What is what is on your notes there? Only thing is that then it's a thing to for for like world leaders only of the west to like flex mm. and they all matched shirts one day. <laughs> Yeah, that was very oh creepy to look at us. Yeah, see, you forgot about that. You forgot about, like, uh, everyone <laughs> was wearing white shirts and, a, and black pants. Yeah. And somehow Ursula von der Leyen had, like, the most, like, cursed trainers on. So I don't understand the the G7 <laughs> photo they do. So every G7 they do this photo, at, at some point they presumably started, of all of them at the table... With like nothing in front of them, and they all look to the same camera yeah. and smile while yeah, si- yeah, while still yeah. standing <laughs> sitting at the table. And I'm like, where does this go? Do you think this is what like office workers do? That this is how we would take like a photo of the office? That's so yeah. cursed. That's yeah. so cursed. I don't like that at all. Yeah, I just don't know Jesus. what like like whenever whenever having to cover any of the 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 G's the global summits. I is that what it stands for? Yes, G stands for global summit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I ruined the wow. allure. Yeah. Of I, thought it was, I thought it was like good. <laughs> good seven. Good seven. Good seven. That's, that's what they fucking think, that's right? What they think, yeah. yeah. Have you guys watched The Boys? 
Yes, on, I've watched a bit of it. I read the comments. It's just as well. the G7. It's like the seven. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> like the bad superheroes from. Yeah, yeah, the everyone, boys. everyone's there. Joe Biden, Mario Draghi, the Submariner. They're all just sitting down. <laughs> yeah, Mickey Old Mouse. Yeah, they're all, they're all thinking about you know what to do, save the dolphins. Yeah, I like G seven is is the is the summit that I understand the least because it's so on the nose of like we're doing stuff and it's like wait what like why does this like they literally waste everyone's time tax dollars and you know my sanity for them them to meet up and then just like get asked the dumbest questions Mm -hmm. and then they're just all like yeah we're gonna you know we're gonna you know serve it to vladimir putin that was obviously like the i mean yeah that was was the main point and that's why the invitees because they're allowed to invite whoever they want, were the people they were. Because a big part of this seems to be them realizing that the West, quote unquote, uh, is kind of isolated in its uh, um, attempt to turn Russia into a pariah, um, which is why they invited, um, outside of the actual G7 people, Indonesia, South Africa, Senegal, yeah. Argentina, and India. Argentina. <laughs> um, as well as Ukraine, who joined virtually. Um, and a big part of that was to... I was imagining Zelensky becoming a streamer at this point. He <laughs> does so many video conferences. It's so many. It's ridiculous. I d- yeah. Where, where, where is he? He's in Kiev still. Oh, still, okay. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got that Musk satellite international. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that is the, true. Uh, they yeah. gave him the, the, the satellite internet he was promising the whole world. Uh, only to Ukraine. They gave it to Ukraine only. Uh, apparently, it's been massively helpful. So, you know, good for you, I guess, you weird pervert. Um, Wait, Elon Musk? Or yeah, Musk. Yeah. Musk. Musk. Zelensky. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're pro-Russia now. So you're like... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Zelensky does in the bedroom is his own business. I can't imagine he's doing it. He looks so tired. He, he looks he very tired. He hasn't slept in five months. Oh, yeah. No, of course not. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're trying to convince Indonesia, South Africa. Like, these are countries like... Uh, well, Indonesia's hosting the G20 as yes. well. So Indonesia also relayed a message to uh, to Putin from Zelensky or like... No, all, they're meeting each other. It's all... He's been given a Wait, message. What? It's only verbal. It's not been written down. Yeah, no yeah but that was that was because Indonesia went like... So the president of Indonesia went yesterday to go to, to go to Ukraine. And then, yes, Indonesia is supposed to... today he met with Putin. No, it was yesterday. Oh. But no, with Putin or... Oh, no, with Putin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Putin was today. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. Yes, it is Putin today. Yeah. Zelensky like two days ago or a no, day ago? No, wait. I'm wrong. You're, uh, it's it's uh, two days ago was Zelensky. Yesterday was Putin. Because uh, Putin is uh, today in, uh, I could pull it up on my phone <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Lavrov is in is in Belarus today, yeah, and yeah, then he was yeah, and then he was also in Azerbaijan. Yes, I know where Putin and Lavrov are every single day of the week, and I wish I didn't. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So Indonesia is hosting the G twenty, and the thing that's really funny is that then Mario Draghi, like during his the only one of the only things that was interesting during G twenty is that Draghi was like, yeah, no. I don't want Putin to come. And then American media interpreted that then that that's the official line from Indonesia. And then they just like international media then because the U.S. never lies, went <laughs> around the world twice with it being like Putin uninvited to Indonesia, this and that and that. And then Putin like literally like the Kremlin responds being like, yeah, no, no, like 
we're going to decide if we come or not. Like, yeah, they're yeah. Mario Draghi doesn't get to decide like what Russia does, which is like, okay, fair. Mario Draghi doesn't get to decide what like anyone does <laughs> because it's the fucking president or prime minister of Italy. I always forget that he's, he's there. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's sometimes where I see pictures of him like, who is this wait, guy? Wait, where is he? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Who this dothering old man in? Yeah, Why he, is he here? He was at one time the most powerful man in Europe. Um, yeah, so that that's like the main purpose of G7, it seems to be in trying to like convince the quote global south. I don't, I'm not sure if you can call these countries global south, but still. Um, to have faith in the West? Yeah, and to like isolate Russia and to take the threat of Russia seriously. I mean, I, I don't understand why you would do that if you were like Senegal. Uh, oh, you're very far. No, actually, though, tying into G7, super important news right. is that the BRICS conference was this week. We oh, do, yeah. This is not Europe related, but um, I guess Russia is a part of BRICS, right? Yeah. The, the, the BRICS squad. <laughs> and um, uh, which, first off, I think that we always forget that they, BRICS is the largest international organization in the world population wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like 3.3 billion people. Yeah, because it has India, China, and Brazil. Oh, yeah, they're set. (laughs) Um, However, they're adding a new member. Drum roll, please. Iran, baby. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) We did it. So it's now Breeks. Or Barracks. Ibricks. Ibricks? Yeah, uh, no, Iran Iran put in their application to join BRICS. But this is the thing, though, is that, like, so talking about G7 being, like, that this organization sees itself as, like, the global, like, that, all right, first off, that the... The G7 in the West is so full of itself that then it thinks that then that the world looks at it as like, oh, wow, like, yeah. you're the, like, you know, the, 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 the beacon upon the hill, where then, like, I mean, not that, like, okay, the, the, the countries of BRICS are incredibly problematic, don't get yes. me wrong, but the fact of it is that then that, I mean, that we're entering a period of time where, like, you know, China doesn't have to, like, pick a side with the whole conflict, Russia's trying to do whatever they can in the sense of their geopolitic stuff and you know trying to surpass sanctions and getting other countries like on board with um particularly in south africa uh, not south africa south america and africa mm. of um creating you know kind of hotbeds in their economies so that then they don't have to rely on their gas going to the west like mm-hmm. we're in even turkey being like yeah like We'll still have a relationship with Russia. You know, we're not entirely t- like, like, which we'll get to that with the NATO stuff. But yeah. um, like not being entirely sold on the fact of even like members within this like Western block that then like, oh, the West is the only like, you know, like the be all end all, yeah. you know, thing. Like we are like weirdly entering this multipolar world that then everyone has been talking about for a while. I mean, good or bad about, you know, that. Yeah. I mean, the thing with all of this is been like with g7 g20 even bricks is just like brick squad <laughs> just be like bow, 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 what is bow, the bow, un bow. even for now at this point if we're just doing all this stuff well this is the thing that's also like oh god i'm gonna sound like a fucking like russian propaganda machine but you know bear with me all right um also uh, uh dear vladimir putin please lower kieran's gas bill this is too high for all of us <laughs> Um, the thing that I always thought that was like really stupid of it recently was that then when given both of these claims are stupid and idiotic, like I'm not saying that then 
Russia or Ukraine's claim is legitimate. But when Russia came in to... Okay, the beginning part's not stupid because this happened. The second part of it's stupid. Russia went into, went to the UN when the escalation in Donbass was happening, where there was like a massive exchange of fire. And I, again, I, I promised you guys I wasn't going to talk about Ukraine. Kind of lied. I'm very sorry. It's uh, it's it's but but 2014. It's, you're talking about or 2015. No, no. I'm talking about oh right now. Right, like okay. in December to February. Right. So after the OSAE conference, when escalations. Remember too that the same time that when like people when like the Daily Mail was like this Nazi sniper just domed four Russians, you know, mm-hmm. or that was like an, an article that you would just like read and be like, oh. What? What? Like, oh, things are escalating, but that's like, apparently I should think that that's cool. Um, So Russia went to the UN and said like, hey, there's like a humanitarian crisis happening. Ukraine keeps bombing us. And they like laughed Russia out of the building. And then that's when Russia came back and were like the 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 genocide claims and all that bullshit. Remember when they were like, oh, Ukraine's doing a genocide on the Russian people. Which is like, yeah, like the it's the same uh, going other way around. People who claim that Russia's doing a genocide in Ukraine are just idiots, you know. Like they, they're yeah, it's they a found, war. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking war. Like, unfortunately, war is bad, yeah. and that's not you know that's that's not going to change anytime soon. But then when Ukraine ended up and the UN with the exact same claims as Russia. They, you know, obviously then now it's that then Russia is like causing humanitarian. Like the UN is obviously just like, yeah, but it, backing Western like perspectives on shit. Like that's so clear, especially now because mm-hmm. Russia's claims in in January were legitimate, you know. And then Ukraine went to the UN and be like, well, Ukraine's never like we're a we're a peaceful nation who's never attacked a country. And it's like you're on a, it's it's an act of war. So I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, so. Like all of these, like the, all the skewing toward it's like the point that then too that then like even like when Zelensky, um, like addressed like that what is it the African Council, like yeah that four, didn't go well yeah four countries appeared yeah like yeah. <laughs> there is something really interesting in the fact that then like while Russia is not like good a lot of countries are like yeah yeah we would rather have a relationship with them than we would the West especially African countries because they're like yeah. Um, History. <laughs> well, like, I mean, it's the the it's history is like they can claim that. I think it's mostly economic. Like there. Oh yeah, of course, absolutely. Markets that need like raw resource exports, and that's mostly what Russia does. Yeah, uh, China, especially with their sense of of um uh like their creation of like their very weird like special economic zones in Africa and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but I more mean like with Africa they're uh they're now apart from some places in like North Africa, sub Saharan Africa is quite dependent on Russian grain. Oh yeah, true, true, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than like parts like Egypt is, uh but there's parts of like the Middle East and North Africa that are dependent on Ukrainian grain. But then like Russia, so yeah, like you think that, that yeah, you think things are bad here. There's gonna be like like a, a revolutions happening in some African. There, there already has. There's already yeah. been like cost of like it's all connected to the cost of living revolutions and like Pakistan and Sri Lanka's governments have both been like yeah. toppled effectively because of that. So please get me back on track with NATO then. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, NATO. Sorry. Um, <laughs> God damn it! Where do we start with this? Okay, so the summit kind of started positively from a NATO perspective and then not so much towards the end, which is kind of funny, I guess. 
Um, there's going to be a huge deployment of troops in a bunch of different countries. 300,000, baby. And NATO is, is forming the creation of, of new battle groups, <laughs> to quote my man Jens Stoltenberg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So every, I mean, like, it's... 300,000 more, yeah. yeah. Asia-wise, Europe was the term. Yeah, that Brandon said. Yeah. He also... Give it, like, all right, that press conference I watched, I did not understand half the shit that was coming out of Joe Biden's mouth. Also, a very tan Joe Biden. because he He's just, so tan. <laughs> he just came back from G7. And, like, he got... He, Munich son. He got heat exhausted and had to leave early. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, leaves leaves G seven early, um, goes to NATO, meets um, meets Stoltenberg. Met the Spanish king, did he? Yeah, he met oh. the Spanish king too, and then he met them alongside the the um, like the South Korean delegates, and then like weirdly gave one of them like a back massage or something. Hell what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's Joe. That's what oh, Joe no. does. Remember when George Bush did that to America? Ew. Oh. No. <laughs> Why would I remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, George W. Bush gave Michael a back massage. At also, a fucking G whatever, G8. What is it with Americans giving? Give it, yeah. Americans, Americans, it. Americans go to Europe and just like get their freak on. Yeah. G7 <laughs> is like the equivalent of like, you know, Erasmus. He didn't do it when he was young. <laughs> yeah. He's going to a foam party in like Barcelona and going to get a hand job from a Czech woman. It's going to be great. He's going to, he's going to experience things. He's going to come back saying Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> 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 Listen here, Jack. It's pronounced Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> um, uh, he yeah. also confused Switzerland and Sweden. No, I said Switzerland I, was going to join NATO. <laughs> oh, be, yeah, go, way to go, Brandon. I also I, I saw this video that he made a joke to the because they agreed to have more American troops in, in Spain. Yeah, yeah. And he made a joke to the Spanish king, being like, haha, be like be careful, we're not gonna leave now. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> Wait, like, no, that's true. That's true though. That's <laughs> yeah, not a, yeah, exactly. That's not a joke. Like, haha. And like Felipe was like, haha, I'm like, no, you should not be yeah. fucking laughing. Like, <laughs> I love how Brandon just comes to the comes to the NATO summit just being like just on his sleeve of like, yes, the NATOization of Europe is the Americanization of Europe. Yeah, that's that's oh, what he yeah. means by that. Yeah, and we're not leaving, baby. <laughs> USA number one. You know, countries left the Warsaw Pact. No one has left NATO. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, yeah. So there's the new uh, uh, the new NATO battle groups uh, that are being <laughs> stationed. So the thing that's really weird that like so I um, Sweden and Finland, which we'll get to. Uh, yeah. Are joining officially. They got the green light from. As now, Jens Stoltenberg finally respects Turkey because at the beginning of the conference calls it Turkey, and then directly when they left the the negotiations, he's like, "We have reached an agreement with with Turkey." Eh? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. "You just got like you got fucking cocked." Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what the whole NATO conference yeah. was. It's just aired with doming everyone. Yeah. Oh, did you see the video of Boris Johnson? Like he was sitting down, and then Erdogan comes. Like just in, I don't know where they were. Like yeah, having, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were in that creepy like NATO circle. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, and then Erdogan comes and like gets close to him, and he just goes, <laughs> just like gets he super was, scared. He and was sniffing up him like, to see oh if he was really Turkish because of all the rumors, <laughs> all the rumors of Bojo being being. I mean, uh, his dad being, says he is. 
Yeah. What? The Turkish yeah, Foreign, the Turkish foreign Ministry also. Yeah, when when Boris Johnson won too, the Turkish Foreign Ministry like put out a statement being like, we were proud of having like a Turkish. Like, what's, what's, no. their, what's, their, um, what's their equivalent to RT again? What, TRT or something? Yeah, I yeah, think so. TRT, they're like soft power, like DW France 24 cell station. Like when Boris won, uh, um, like became prime minister, they had his dad on who has the same hair and it's very weird talking about how um, him and his son are proud Turks. What? <laughs> yeah, baby. It's yeah. great. I wish <laughs> that Turkish. like, oh I wish that we God. were making this up. Yeah. Um, all of NATO is Turkish. Um, yeah. Oh God. All of NATO now pretty much is Turkish, yeah, but we'll yeah, get yeah. to that. Yeah. So uh, NATO is just doing this interesting <laughs> thing now where they're creating these like battle groups that are stationed in a country that are responsible for another country. So okay. Germany is making a battle group in Germany for Lithuania. Okay. Because they don't want to see troop I'm like my theory is that they don't want to see troop buildups in countries that Russia doesn't want troop buildups. In, yeah, like the ball physically in him. Yeah. But then that there'd be a reserve squad like there. That's not the important part though. Um the important part is that then uh Turkey and, and Finland, after much deliberation, as in literally the fastest deliberation I've ever seen in my life, just through uh, Kurdish people in their country, which mm-hmm. in Sweden is a large minority, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, completely under the bus and gave everything that then Erdogan wanted. So I can give you the list if you want. Please do. Okay, so, well, there's a caveat to the end of this because it might have been fucked over, but let's let's talk about the deal. Um, Finland and Sweden are going to join. Turkey got everything they wanted. Uh, Sweden and Finland will lift its arms embargo against Turkey. Uh, which was implemented after they, uh, I, I think, after Ifrin, possibly. Yep. Uh, both will support Turkey on the PKK issue and stop support of the YPG. Uh, they will amend their laws on terrorism, I'm assuming to include YPG. The YPG as, and as, the PKK, yeah. 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 At, least, at least the PKK. Yeah, they will share intel with each other. They will extradite terror suspects. Finland and Sweden's, uh, uh, Sweden will support Turkey's participation to EU's PESCO. Uh, Turkey, Finland, and Sweden will establish a permanent joint mechanism to consult on justice, security, and intelligence. Um, SAPO, the uh, 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 intelligence agency of Sweden, has already created a list of Kurdish exiles to deport to Turkey. Uh, Initially, that list was a dozen or so people. Um, From talking to listeners and and friends of the show, uh, Max from Bodofokans about Sweden, he's basically been saying, like, SAPO's been uh, itching to do this for years and years and years they're not exactly a kurdish sympathetic institution um, they just got bought by the turks and now the thing that might have screwed this is erdogan the extradition is, thing doesn't work in sweden either though that's erdogan the first thing. erdogan is now demanding 73 uh, uh, uh exiles what? he sent is this like all it's like a special number in like turkish nationalist terms like why 73 i might he might have people erdogan, in mind. oh god like i have a list he probably had a list yeah yeah, yeah yeah i don't want to be like i got enemies got a lot of enemies <laughs> <Got> a lot. <laughs> i wish erdogan had a twitter account he seems like he would have a he does have a twitter account he goes a little buck wild on it sometimes he's also has declared that then like that greece's leader is not the legitimate leader of yeah, greece yeah he's so. having, yeah he's, he's going on to, he's going to destroy nato it's going to be hilarious. i am here for well, it you yeah, know what okay, yeah exactly I will if anyone does it, Edwan. Um, invade Albania or something. Yeah, exactly. Just go for it. Um, please don't. We don't need, <laughs> we don't need a, a another uh, war in 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 Europe. We barely you know. need the first one. Yeah. Um, but no. So the thing that then Sweden came back yesterday and said that the extradition thing is in, 
probably will not be happening um, because Swedish law doesn't allow it. So, yeah, this is the kind of, this has been like the lib Swedish position is yeah. that they're basically going to be good Turkey within NATO, that they'll get in the door and then not follow through with any of the agreements, which because of what Max said about Sapo, like wanting to do the stuff that Erdogan wants them to do, it's very hard to believe that there's a lot like yeah. within a lot of institutions within Sweden that are willing that like want to go along. Germany's the best, like Bavaria is the best example of this. That they have like literally the entire yeah, uh, 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 um, in Bavaria is just like targeting not the entire, but I mean like we when we had Kedem on the show, it was very clear that then that the uh, one that they're very incapable of doing the jobs right. But if it comes to like Kurdish shit, they will like you know despite double their down. best efforts, they're trying to be collaborationists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they because, fuck up. Yeah, because uh, Bavaria sends so many fucking weapons to uh, Turkey. Like, it's their largest export. Mm. But, um... So, yeah, he might have fucked it up last minute, which he announced, like, today, yesterday, I can't remember, like, what, which is the last day of the summit. Yesterday. yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. He announced it yesterday, so that was kind of hilarious that he just basically put a huge dampener on, like, one of the major achievements of the summit. That like, ah, it's not guaranteed yet. It probably still will go through. I think it's kind of inevitable, but like... One of the other things, too, the NATO summit that was incredibly interesting, like veering off from Tur- from from Turkey, Sweden, Finland stuff, too, is that then this is also the first time that NATO has designated China as like an equal threat yep. to Europe, which is... I'm sorry, like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, be that annoying guy but it's like if you don't see nato just like a, an extension of u.s foreign policy like what like i i well yeah yeah i mean like this is what brandon she's like okay joe, <laughs> joe biden joe biden <laughs> fucking hell. um joe biden had like ran on when he was running is like both him and trump were basically attacking each other for being the like one who was soft on china uh, and they're going to be the one who's going to be hard on china and joe kind of won that out i guess and speaking of invitees, so like while the invitees to the G7 were about trying to get the global south on board with um, backing Ukraine against Russia, the invitees to the NATO summit were Japan, New Zealand, South Korea um, were uh, attended the NATO summit for yep. the first time. And that is all in aid of, oh, and also, sorry, Australia. And they're also going to help. They're also going to do collaborative uh, NATO exercises. Yeah, that is all in aid of. You have no idea how many press conferences I watch. (laughs) (laughs) My brain is, uh, my brain's still trying to just like, you know, forget how Jens Stoltenberg sounds. He's just in my head saying the word battle groups. (laughs) (laughs) That, That is all in aid of like this whole China thing. So... Um, I think I think we can end today's episode with a little bit of a reading series. Oh, oh hell yeah. I, lo- I love it. It's a short one. and It is from the... Uh, uh, it's loading now. From our favorite uh, uh, Twisted Expash. You mean the fake the fake Arizonian? Yes, the fake Arizonian, the, the Austro-American yeah. Matthew Karnichig. Absolute sicko. He, he blocked me immediately on... All right. A, a man with 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 um, the thinnest skin ever, because the reason he blocked me on Twitter is because I said he wasn't a real a real Arizonian. Are you serious? That is it. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yeah, and that you is... know he was crying to himself as well. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I'm real. I swear." <laughs> He's the one, like for, you know, to refresh our, our our listeners' brains, who is like our um, 
writes for Politico, loves Sebastian Kurz. Yeah, he's the Europe editor yeah. uh, for Politico. He's If it wasn't clear that Politico is a very far-right publication in Europe. He's a massive neocon. Um, the thing that he tweeted about most recently was um, our favorite um, well-intentioned liberal German, Tilo Young, uh, interviewed the ambassador to Ukraine. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> that was... <laughs> Andre Melnyk, whatever the hell his name is, where yeah. he's just like, yeah, Stefan Bandera did nothing wrong. Like, what are you talking about? God, that, that was so funny. Like, I understood enough German of, like, him talking. He was, like, basically saying the numbers of, like, Polish people that the OUNB killed. It's like, no, it didn't happen. The number of Jewish people the OUNB no, killed. No, it didn't happen. But then, like, he asked, like, where are you getting this from? And he just goes, the Jewish community of Berlin. And he was like, well... Like he like he snickered at that in a way that felt very uncomfortable. Like yeah. he basically, like, well, yeah. Manic's like, a really interesting character Ew. because yeah, like they're not to be trusted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Manic is a really yeah. interesting character because even like back like when he first got this post was um, incredibly like pro Azov, yeah. which was kind of the thing that then was um, that. You never mentioned Azov as being part of the Ukrainian military, let alone just openly supporting them. Because remember, the U.S. had the embargo of weapons against them at that point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was just like, nah, like, you know, my boys, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't clear, uh, uh, Andrei Melnyk is, is um, I don't think I can legally call him uh, the Nazi word. But he's really <laughs> close uh, to to being the uh, the Nazi word. The Nazi word is Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I say N word, it doesn't work <laughs> the same way. I was like, I don't think I can legally call it the N word. Yo, like, I don't think you should. Andre Melnick, my. <laughs> nope. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, what up, my Nazi? <laughs> God damn it. Um, so Matthew Karnichik. Uh, and his response to all of this was to claim that um, Germans don't actually care about like the ambassador of Ukraine denying the Holocaust uh, or at least a part of it. Um, they care about this because all Germans uh, are pro-Russian is basically his statement. He's gone like full Wait, insane what? neocon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it is is it German? He's no, he's Austrian. not. No, he's American. Oh, he speaks German. He speaks German like relatively well, but oh, I uh, thought he okay. I thought he was Austrian and then went to America. He's no, he's, he's of Austrian heritage. He claims to be Austrian. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, freak. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> is why is, he loves Kurt. All right, so all right, all right. I yeah. get it. I get it in a regard when like there's Americans that are like, oh, like I'm Italian American, baby. You know, uh, heritage. Yeah. I get that. Italian. Kind of sexy, you yeah. know, like good food. Yeah. But, but I'm an Austro-American, just like that's like Hitler's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we had two world wars where you're meant to be embarrassed about that. Stop talking about it. Yeah, or like just like super weird Catholic monarchist shit. Pick oh, one, yeah, which they might be related. Yeah, like he's like he's I like. Mean, He's a never Trumper, so he's like not that far. Oh, so like, he's a he's a he's a very proud supporter of the neocon. of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Then, so okay. all right. So okay, here 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 we go. This is his article in Politico called uh, "To Save NATO, Destroy oh. It." So you, you I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening to the second part of that. Yeah, Let's you go. Have my yeah, you understand why I saw this article come up in my RSS feed and be like, all right, yeah, sure, fuck it. 
from the sounds of it, the transatlantic alliance has never been stronger. At the close of what the leaders across the West billed as a historic summit on Thursday, which included dinners in the Spanish capital's sumptuous royal palace... Don't even. <laughs> and the spectacular Prado Museum. Don't even. It's the first time they close it off since the Spanish Civil War. What? To really? have them fucking. Sorry, it just like pisses me off. Just so I'm assuming, yeah, this is yeah, the Prado sorry. Museum, not the Prado Museum. I thought that'd be a very weird. No, place. Prado's no. from Milan. Prado. <laughs> no, no, but the museum is in Madrid. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know what? Actually, the Italians demand all their historic <laughs> Prada. You know what? You know what? All the bags. Yeah. yeah, the fact that then uh, uh, every Italian fashion designer is a fascist, it would not surprise me in any way where oh, they're yeah. like, oh, Franchismo, baby, let's go. Oh, yeah. You will yeah. keep our relics safe. Yeah, exactly. Oh, for, sure, for all, yeah. yeah, for all you know, the, 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 the Prada. Someone smuggled out all the Prada bags during the years of Lent to Franco Spain. <laughs> It's like, you will be safe here, my babies. I mean, Franco's relics are still safe. So yeah, 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 exactly. It's all Prada. Yeah, the first the first Prada bag is actually in that giant mausoleum Franco's family is in. <laughs> He's buried with it. It's an advice. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah. Spectacular Prado Museum. Superlative, uh, superlatives were flying fast and furious. Calling the summit transformative and far-reaching, NATO Secretary Gen- uh, General Jens Stoltenberg uh, predicted at the close of the three-day affair that the decisions made there would ensure that our alliance continues to preserve peace, prevent conflict, and protect our people and our values. It's not what NATO does, um, <laughs> but going on. Look beyond the stage, uh, stage backslapping, bonhomie, and self-congratulation in Madrid, however, and one can see that while the alliance's unity might be a mile wide, it's also only an inch deep. Its collective sense of purposes as varied as its 30 members. Um, okay, so this is the point where I kind of like agree with Matthew um, that like, yeah, it's not, the alliance of NATO has never really been tested. He also like has, like, I mean, I hate to be um, a jerk, but this is probably the only like summit of any sort that he's watched because that's exactly what happens like every like like yeah yeah what yeah, like yeah. That's what summits are about it's about it's about just grandstanding and being like we are we are defending democracy and like yeah that's it like hmm. do you think that they actually come up with fucking solutions here no like <laughs> are you a baby <laughs> we'll get to that start with the <laughs> goo goo gaga the end of the. <laughs> Start with the issue at hand. The leaders managed to declare Russia, which has been threatening European security since at least 2007, which he links to a BBC article where Estonia gets hacked, uh, the most significant and direct threat to security, peace, and stability in the Euro-Atlantic area is more of a sign that they are masters of the obvious than of grand strategy. I'm surprised that Russia hadn't been declared an enemy of NATO before. It seems like that's all they did. Russia was invited to NATO talks like very recently, like 2018. Yeah. Like Medvedev went and like was a representative from Russia. Like (laughs) one of the funniest bits of history too is in like the 60s, the Soviet Union tries to join NATO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, okay, so like it wouldn't surprise, it would, would it surprise you to know that Matthew Karchinik like hates Merkel for the reasons that like she talked to Russia. Of course, yeah. Like a major sin. So yeah, because like, he has he has the brain of a toddler. Yeah, 
So the other signal achievement cited by Stoltenberg was a much heralded deal to bring Sweden and Finland. Uh, this was the resu- less the result of high diplomacy and mutual defense than what might uh, politely be called extortion on the part of Recep Tayyip Erdogan. The Turkish president held the pair's accession hostage over his desire to buy new F- F-16 fighters in the U.S. and got what he wanted. Was it F-18s? No, I think it was F-16. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Such backroom machinations make NATO look uh, like more of a protection racket than a community of values, correct? And for what? Erdogan's belligerent treatment of allies prompted the United States to weigh abandoning the uh, strategic Incirlik air base in southern Turkey less than two years ago. Does anyone really believe he can be counted on to send troops to help the Baltics in the events of a Russian invasion? Hardly. Also, you know, uh, if I was a big NATO stan, props to Erdogan for being the only NATO member to have uh, downed a Russian aircraft and had nothing happen to them. Well, no, no, that's not true. Turk vision that year was cancelled. True, yeah, all right. Yeah, I think that we forget <laughs> that the, like... Turkey, like, yeah, Turkey shot down not just any aircraft. They shot down an experimental Su-35 that Russia was like, this aircraft cannot be shot down. (laughs) And Turkey was like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, like, you're in Turkish airspace, whatever, with the Syrian civil war shit. And just, yeah. And, like, yeah, Turkey's very... He's talking about Turkey as something that you could easily kick out of NATO, but, like, Turkey has the largest army in NATO after the U.S. Yeah. Like 890,000 troops. Proud Turkish nationalists. Which the next one after that is like Italy with 336,000. Not even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, now Poland's going to be, what, 300,000? Still, they still wouldn't beat Greece and Italy at that point. Exactly. Spain, do you know? Oh, I don't off the top of my head, but a lot lower. Well, Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just... Yeah. But like, yeah. Shouldn't you know these things? No, I'm from Catalonia. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Our True. standing army is illegal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the membership in the alliance of the wannabe Sultan and Hungary's strongman and waiting Victor Orban don't just undermine NATO's claim to be a community of liberal values; they make a mockery of it. Okay, so that's where you know he's not a true Austrian conservative, because if you were an Austrian conservative, you would love Victor Orban. <laughs> yeah, true. Victor mm-hmm. Orban. <laughs> um, My new mixtape feeling feeling like Orban coming out next year, just so you know. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like so. This is he's he's basically going into the whole like NATO is a community of liberal countries. Ignore that it worked with Franco Spain quite closely. Ignore that oh, Salazar's yeah. Portugal was a founding member. Ignore that Greece turned fascist and wasn't kicked out of NATO. So like yeah. Yeah. Ignore that the first ever use of Agent Orange ever is a NATO bombing raid in Greece. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. I so, think Franco like actually turned them down. <laughs> like how how shitty do you have to be? Yeah, that what the fuck? Franco was like Nope. Not really, not interested. Maybe Franco was in his like no new friends mode though. You don't know. You don't know how he was thinking that day. I'm still recovering from my besties, Mussolini and Hitler dying. Yeah. Yo, I'm mourning dog. The year's like what, fucking like nineteen sixty eight, and I'm just I'm not over him yet. I'll join He's wearing your, all black. Like, <laughs> black veil. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Bro, it's been like twenty five years. I just I can't get over them. <laughs> 
And they're not the only ones undermining NATO's legitimacy. Up until Russia's uh, uh, February 24th assault on Ukraine, France and Germany were still fantasizing about strategic autonomy, the notion that Europe should liberate liberate itself from American security guarantees that allowed the continent to flourish in the post-war era and instead seize the reins of European security for itself. Indeed, just weeks before the Russian invasion, prominent German politicians, including Annalena Baerbach, now foreign minister, were demanding the US withdraw all of its nuclear warheads from German soil. What, what I think? agree with her for one second. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, I don't think she was. Was she like... No, like, she was, yeah. Because yeah. the one thing that then that the Greens are still actually like up until now. Uh, nuclear weapons are still not cool with. And even when in this... Like, this is the thing that then like like uh, Kardashian's kind of funny about them being like, NATO won't give statements about nuclear weapons. Like, they were like... Stoltenberg was asked about... like. You asked about it by Politico, hilariously enough, mm-hmm. of, like, will there be a push for rearmament of nukes? And Stoltenberg just avoided the question. One, because it was a stupid question. Like, the situation in Ukraine is not going to end up in a nuclear fucking war. Like, unless, like, Lithuania does something really stupid. Or Poland. But, uh, which, you know, I mean, <laughs> that could very well happen. <laughs> but the thing of it is, at the end of the day, is that then... This conference was for NATO to flex that they haven't accepted that Ukraine's lost, whatever, yeah. you know, losing, winning. I mean, the fact that then that the the borders that are currently there right now are probably going to be staying that way. And even in the sense that then when they were talking about like, um, well, like Stoltenberg admits that then that Ukraine can't win, but that diplomacy will be Ukraine's answer. But on Ukrainian terms, which like then doesn't fucking mean anything like they just want to like you know i mean they're looking at the raytheon and like rheinmetall stocks and being like damn my money good homie you know so if it isn't clear of why this war is still going on and why nato won't bring them to the table it's not that then like these countries won't come to the table it's that that they're ukraine more so than russia is heavily discouraged to go and negotiate where turkey is even offered on multiple occasions to be a country for them to go and negotiate on. Belarus, obviously, I can understand why Zelensky would not want to go there yeah. because that is very clearly like an op of to get if his ass like arrested or some shit. But like it is like I, I don't understand how like baby brain him can't understand that then that like obviously the liberal values of of NATO are bullshit. Mm. And the situation right now Especially on like legit serious questions like, oh, should we rearm with fucking nukes is like like something only Americans fantasize about. It really is like just Americans just like, yeah, when can we fucking just nuke Vladimir Putin? It's like just shut the fuck up. Like Yeah, he then he then starts to like complain about Germany not sending enough weapons. Um he also doesn't like think turkey is particularly useful to the nato alliance which is not true they're very useful they're also quite useful to ukraine because they provide them with a lot of drones um oh yeah yeah the uh biodactyr things yeah. like incredibly cheap also the thing that started this entire conflict if you think about it yeah they're becoming um they're becoming a bit more useless now because they're getting uh, they're the conflict is now closer to russian airspace where they can be easily shot down yeah. so yeah um yeah, so he now thinks that, like, NATO and Europe are kind of, like, 
having a good time because Joe Biden is there, but he also doesn't think Joe Biden's going to last for very long. Uh, and I thought he was never Trumper. He just thinks he's never Trumper, yeah. but he doesn't. He want, voted he Donald Trump. Like, yeah, yeah he doesn't like Joe Biden. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we have a dying cure on. I was holding that in for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that doesn't mean Washington is likely to pull out of NATO, as Trump threatened to, but as the challenges the U.S. faces with China becomes more acute, the days of coddling European allies will have, have to come to an end. That's why NATO doesn't just need the rethink heralded by the likes of Stoltenberg. It needs to be completely reborn. Instead of making vague promises as it did this week to share equitably responsibilities and risks for our decade of security, NATO would be wise to pursue more radical reform. That not only means leaning less on the U.S., but also redefining what NATO is and isn't and practicing what it preaches. But simply, if members don't adhere to basic democratic norms, they should be forced out. Similarly, those not willing to contribute to their own defense should be encouraged to seek their security guarantees elsewhere. How, cool. how many dictatorships did we name that were a member of NATO? <laughs> I know, but like, if he's going by... Uh, um, contribute their own defense. No, 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 no. Then, like, there's four countries. Yeah, and then you also have the caveat of democratic norms because one of those four countries is Turkey. Well, so. I mean, but even, yeah, exactly. But that's the thing, too, is that then, like, just historically, NATO never, like, NATO doesn't care about the 2%, obviously, because a lot of other countries are just like, well, we know it's a U.S. block, so fuck it, we're not going to invest our own shit. Yeah. And the democratic norms thing is, like, Obviously, every member knows that that is like a big asterisk yeah. next to it. Like, he's like, nah, he's like, yeah, it doesn't he's matter. Like, he's, he's praising Poland in this. Yeah, yeah, it, oh, yeah. Like, talk about <laughs> one of the most like fucking like autocratic countries in this dumb fucking continent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm surprised he didn't have this thing of like. I mean, the reason he's not mentioning Orban is because Orban's like he did mention Orban. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't read the whole thing. No, that's fine. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm glad that I didn't because. <laughs> Anyway, in military, this is how he ends. In military circles, the tactic of destroying a town to save it is controversial. In NATO's case, there's no other option. So, you know, critical support for comrade Matthew Karnitschig for his very dumb idea to destroy NATO by building a NATO that no one would qualify for. Yeah. See, this is why NATO's like, you know, okay, I am anti-NATO. I can accept in the sense of that then, you know, game recognize game. NATO (laughs) knows, NATO knows that, 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 that like all the like things to enter are bullshit, except for that then like the only one that like isn't bullshit is that you can't have, uh, like, a uh, like you have to your territory has to be like defined. You have to control the territory you claim. Exactly. Which is why Um, Cyprus can't join. Exactly. Um, But the, uh, like, like NATO's like strength is in the fact that then that they can pretend that they aren't an imperialist organization because they're like, oh well, they have sovereignty and they can like do their, you know we have some kooky characters in here. They do their own stuff, but at the end of the day, you know, we're all we all come together for this like defensive mechanism, and it's like no, like that's obviously like like NATO is just an extension of U.S. foreign policy. If it isn't fucking clear to you now, then I, I don't know what to tell you. It is allowed to, like, the pretend sovereignty thing, though, is, like, so genius of it that then, like, members can be like, no, 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 we're not, like, we don't, we aren't succumbing to U.S.'s uh, bullshit. But, you know, what did Brandon say? What, the, the, the NATOization of Europe? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. coming, baby. The Brandonification of, 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 of Europe. Yeah. Switzerland is Sweden. Yeah. Switzerland is joining NATO. Exactly. Greece is Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, and I think that's I think that's a corner spadey for a week. I'm very warm and sick. I'm incredibly warm. Oh my god! Yeah. But before we leave you, I do, I do have to. Uh, also, everyone in the comments say, "Welcome, Uma." Oh. <laughs> Uh, Thank um, you. Yeah. And also... Oh, my God. So great oh to be God. here. Oh, stop yeah. it. <laughs> we do a whole episode in that voice. We're no. all doing that voice. <laughs> it's my American voice. Hey, it's my American voice, too. Oh, my You're God. It's my Joe Biden impression. <laughs> uh, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you here, Jack. <laughs> I'm slutty Joe Biden. Oh. Ew. <laughs> No, I'm leaving the podcast. I've had I've had enough. I think. All right, this all right. was fun. Uh, live show coming up on uh, Sunday, June seventeenth. We'll be playing in the evening as a part of Podfest Berlin. Woo! Um, woo! Uh, myself, Rob, and Nick will be there, so that'll be fun. And I don't know what we'll talk about. I don't know. Maybe the Adenauer Institute, that whole like Nazi organization that basically invented ancient aliens. That should be fun. <laughs> I'll make it fun. There'll be slides. Some of them I might not legally be allowed to show in Germany in a public setting. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. Um, but 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 uh, yeah, come on down. It should be a lot of fun. Live podcast recording. Um, for anyone who would like a, a deal at Podfest uh, Berlin's website, you can use the code community hyphen deal hyphen 22. And I believe that is a 20% discount on the ticket for the whole festival. But there will be nice. prices at the door to get into uh, uh, just our show if you just want to come see us. We will be at the Noisy Rooms, uh, uh, which is at, oh my God, it's near Warschauer Strasse, uh, uh, Strasse 99. Uh, uh, in Berlin near Wachauerstrasse and I guess that is the very southern point of Friedrichshain and you can come on down and that will be a lot of fun uh, we'll keep talking about it until it happens um, <laughs> so with that I just want to say um, yeah see you next week ciao ciao ciao